With his wind-ruffled blonde hair and his icy blue eyes, he looked ruggedly handsome and in control, just like a son of Jupiter should. He'd grown up at Camp Jupiter, so hopefully his familiar face would make the Romans hesitant to blow the ship out of the sky. Annabeth tried to hide it, but she still didn't completely trust the guy. He acted too perfect, always following the rules, always doing the honorable thing. He even looked too perfect. In the back of her mind, she had a nagging thought. What if this is a trick and he betrays us? What if we sail into Camp Jupiter and he says, Hey, Romans, check out these prisoners and this cool ship I brought you. Annabeth doubted that would happen. Still, she couldn't look at him without getting a bitter taste in her mouth. He'd been part of Hera's forced exchange program to introduce the two camps. Her most annoying majesty, Queen of Olympus, had convinced the other gods that their two sets of children, Roman and Greek, had to combine forces to save the world from the evil goddess Gia, who was awakening from the earth, and her horrible children, the giants. Without warning, Hera had plucked up Percy Jackson, Annabeth's boyfriend, wiped his memory, and sent him to the Roman camp. In exchange, the Greeks had gotten Jason. None of that was Jason's fault, but every time Annabeth saw him, she remembered how much she missed Percy. Percy, who was somewhere below them right now. Oh, gods, panic welled up inside her. She forced it down. She couldn't afford to get overwhelmed. I'm a child of Athena, she told herself. I have to stick to my plan and not get distracted. She felt it again, that familiar shiver, as if a psychotic snowman had crept up behind her and was breathing down her neck. She turned, but no one was there. Must be her nerves. Even in a world of gods and monsters, Annabeth couldn't believe a new warship would be haunted. The Argo, too, was well protected. The celestial bronze shields along the rail were enchanted to ward off monsters, and their onboard satyr, Coach Hedge, would have sniffed out any intruders. Annabeth wished she could pray to her mother for guidance, but that wasn't possible now. Not after last month, when she'd had that horrible encounter with her mom and gotten the worst present of her life. The cold pressed closer. She thought she heard a faint voice in the wind laughing. Every muscle in her body tensed. Something was about to go terribly wrong. She almost ordered Leo to reverse course. Then in the valley below... Horns sounded. The Romans had spotted them. Annabeth thought she knew what to expect. Jason had described Camp Jupiter to her in great detail. Still, she had trouble believing her eyes. Ringed by the Oakland Hills, the valley was at least twice the size of Camp Half-Blood. A small river snaked around one side and curled toward the center like a capital letter G, emptying into a sparkling blue lake. Directly below the ship, Nestled at the edge of the lake, the city of New Rome gleamed in the sunlight. She recognized landmarks Jason had told her about. The Hippodrome, the Colosseum, the temples and parks, the neighborhood of seven hills with its winding streets, colorful villas, and flowering gardens. She saw evidence of the Romans' recent battle with an army of monsters. The dome was cracked open on a building she guessed was the Senate House. The Forum's broad plaza was pitted with craters. Some fountains and statues were in ruins. Dozens of kids and togas were streaming out of the Senate House to get a better view of the Argo II. More Romans emerged from the shops and cafes, gawking and pointing as the ship descended. 
about half a mile to the west, where the horns were blowing, a Roman fort stood on a hill. It looked just like the illustrations Annabeth had seen in military history books, with a defensive trench lined with spikes, high walls, and watchtowers armed with scorpion ballistae. Inside, perfect rows of white barracks lined the main road, the Via Principalis. A column of demigods emerged from the gates, their armor and spears glinting as they hurried toward the city. In the midst of their ranks was an actual war elephant. Annabeth wanted to land the Argo too before those troops arrived, but the ground was still several hundred feet below. She scanned the crowd, hoping to catch a glimpse of Percy. Then something behind her went, Boom!